0: Hello friends and welcome to Wednesday, also Offbeat Grad, (laughs) I'm good at speaking, it is Wednesday and we are on, we being just myself, on Offbeat Grad, which is a podcast about being a grad, oh man I've had a day, I just wrote like 8,000 words, I don't, I, about, I don't even, who knows, senior discounts, that's just the general ballpark, so what an event, Um, also, um, I've just been really stressed. Um, I have a lot of new projects, which is basically what we're going to talk about today. Um, I am the queen of overextending myself. I've had to work like nine hour shifts every day, which I know people who work like maybe a traditional nine to five are like, that's nothing. But when I worked in an office, I was not like mentally on for the majority of those hours. Maybe that's just me, but from from what it seems like with people I know and my coworkers, like no one's mentally on for like nine hours straight. It's just not happening. Like you have busy work, maybe you're just pretending to work like I was, um, or there's just like some downtime built in around like an actual work day, but when you work as a freelancer or a blogger or whatever, I am mentally on for a hundred percent of that time and it is so draining to me to just constantly be thinking and researching and Googling and writing and following up with emails and like doing random like technical tasks that I just end the day and I feel like I just like got beat up. And that's just how it be. And honestly, when people ask me why I don't read more when I love reading or like why I can't even watch TV shows, like actual TV shows that aren't like trashy reality TV, this is why. Um, It's because at the end of my workday, I am so emotionally and mentally drained that, like, I don't want to think about anything. So, I usually scroll mindlessly through Reddit, or I reread the same gosh darn books, or I rewatch the same garbage. Like, that's because I just don't have the mental capacity to, like, do something else, if that makes sense. So, that's really depressing, and that's just where I'm at, but... (laughs) it's not going to get better. Um, I'm honestly just throwing myself full in because I'm trying to aggressively pay down debt um, and I have a lot of big savings goals for this year and I'm finally like in a position where like the more I work like it's actually turning into like actual money I can see and that is wonderful and such a privilege and I am just leaning all in And that is that. So (laughs) in the meantime, bear with me on my very sporadically confusing um, episodes and we will just die right in. So for today, I wanted to talk about something that personally was affecting me last week and still this week, and that is imposter syndrome. So I know I've touched on imposter syndrome several times. I know I did when we were talking um, with the grown up millennial, but I especially wanted to talk about it on its own episode because it deserves it. And this is something that I think affects women more, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just making up statistics. But um, I know that I've seen this in a lot of my friends. I've seen it myself my whole life. And I've seen it a lot in the blogging community and the freelancing community. So I think it's really important and worth talking about. So I did a little bit of research in preparation for this. I know we're all shocked. And I saw that 70% of the population experiences imposter syndrome at some point, whether it's in their career or their personal life. And basically what this even means is it's a term that came about about 40 years ago. It affects both men and women and it's characterized by the feeling that your success is based only on luck and not your own skill. So you feel like an imposter. You feel like you're parading around as a lie and you just don't feel confident in yourself. And if you let this get the better of you, you will never advance. You will skip opportunities and you will never step outside your comfort zone. So I think that's why it's really dangerous. And I saw this fun quote that was like, we're in this weird culture where you have to sell yourself aggressively while also remaining authentic. And it's just the perfect breeding ground for imposter syndrome. So because of social media, because you're constantly exposed to people who are like 100% authentic, swipe up for more, etc, etc. You feel like you also need to be this authentic. And if you're not 100% yourself, whatever that means, all of the time, then you're a fraud. And it's just not true so uh, personally i experienced imposter syndrome very recently um with one of my best clients who i talk about a lot um they actually chose me out of all of their writers they work with over 35 writers most of which have phds or like actually qualified people here's my imposter syndrome talking um you can hear it in my voice live um they just wonderful writers and professionals and scientists and they chose me to continue on. I had worked with them before on additional projects but for some reason I didn't like translate that to mean like wow you must be doing something right. I was just like maybe they asked everyone to write this very specific thing that they definitely did not ask everyone to write. Um, But I didn't really allow myself to see that for what it was. Um, And recently they asked me to work on their social media and just basically take it over for them, and I was like shook by this because they even literally spelled out for me that I was their favorite writer, and they didn't want anyone else to do it, and they trusted me a hundred percent. And still, little old me was like, "You sure? I don't. Know. I'm just like, it sounds fake. I don't know." But um, it I have a really hard time allowing myself to like really, really understand that, um, at a base level. So. Now I'm doing regular updates with the CEO of this really cool company who is just so awesome and I see her updating me about like what their goals are and she's asking me questions because she says I'm the expert and I'm looking at this woman with a PhD with my English degree from Flagler College and I'm just like, are is this... Real, like I feel so much intimidation and I'm afraid to say the wrong thing so I have a hard time saying any that's not true I speak but I don't know that I like just doubt myself and then when I get off the call or like when I'm done sending her my progress I'm always like D- was this right like I doubt it was good like I'm sure she was like this girl is like 12 I don't know I always lean back into that and I have a really hard time accepting it when <laughs> when it works out and I I feel like this lack of confidence, I mean it hasn't held me back. I tend to just do it anyway, but I I definitely feel like a fake and I feel like I'm I'm scamming them. In a lot of ways I'm like, wow, I've really fooled them. They think I'm like the best writer they have. Ha ha ha. What a funny weird joke like of April Fools. I don't know why that's how I think of it, but I can't just be like, oh, that's cool. They like really trust me with this and that's so awesome that they want me to take on this other project. I'm just like, it must be a fake out. When are they going to like pull the curtain back? Um, that's just where I go. And I don't know where that comes from. Maybe society. I did have a lot of issues with like friends in middle school and high school who would like be really friendly with me. And then I would walk in on them or like overhear them being like, Sam is so weird. Sam does this. She's the worst. And I would and I think that, that just made me feel like a fraud all the time. Don't know why their actions affected me so much. I love bullying. I love peer pressure. Um, Anyway, let's talk about something really interesting that I found during my research. So this is from Dr. Valerie Young, and she's the person who wrote the book, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women. And I actually saw these, uh, heard them for the first time on Amanda Cross's podcast, um, The Happy Arc." The Happy... Happiness looks like me podcast. Wow, I almost linked her blog name is also the happy Arkansan. So I immediately almost said that but it was on her podcast. And she talked about these and I remembered them. And then when I just saw them, I was like, Oh my god, there they are again. So she says Dr. Young, that there are different types of imposter syndrome. So there are five main types. And the first one is the perfectionist, which means you have such a high expectation of yourselves that even if you have a small mistake, you feel like a complete failure. I relate. Um, There's also the superwoman or Superman, which is when you put in long hours, you feel like you can't take days off, and you always need to succeed, or you're not like the real deal. And then there's the natural genius, which is when you're used to things coming easily. So when anything is too hard, you don't even try. Um, Then there's the soloist, which is when you're afraid to ask for help. And when you do, you feel like a failure. Then finally, the expert, which is someone who continuously seeks out additional training because they feel like they'll never know enough or ever be qualified. So I definitely see myself in some of these. though not 100% and I think that's okay. I definitely see myself as the perfectionist and the superwoman, whereas I feel a lot of guilt if I don't put in long hours or long days. And if I'm not succeeding in every aspect of my life, I honestly do feel like a bit of a failure and... That sucks. Um, I'm also a bit of a perfectionist, though I try not to let it get in my way. I I deal with a large quantity of things, so like perfectionism can't really get in the way. But I definitely relate to feeling like a small mistake is like the end of the world. Um, I constantly find myself dwelling on like minor critiques or like feedback or like really minor problems will like really stick out to me even if something goes right I'll be like but that one time I did that one thing and so like I can't actually lean into it I keep saying lean in like I'm I actually read that book and I didn't I just love to use that term anyway I this wouldn't (laughs) this isn't just like me drowning in my sorrows I also wanted to give you some tips that i personally am going to start trying but that we should all try because i'm sure i'm not the only one feeling this way and i at least hope i'm not so i found a lot of great tips and i think that they shine a lot of light into this so if you do find yourself spiraling into your imposter syndrome or if you feel like you related to any of those five types of <laughs> imposters quote unquote then let's try these tips so the biggest way that um this one psychologist recommended to stop feeling like an imposter is to just stop thinking like an imposter so she said all of the other helpful tips might work for you but first of all you need to stop your thinking so if you keep thinking like you're not good enough you don't have the experience like you're never gonna get farther and i definitely see that (laughs) it's just so much easier said than done so let's get into the rest so if you feel like a fraud it's only because you're comparing yourself to some perfect example that really doesn't exist. So maybe you feel like you can't start freelance graphic design because you aren't like the perfect graphic designer. You you haven't like created the Monet of like graphic design. So you can't do it. But like the Monet of graphic design doesn't exist. So you're comparing yourself to like a perfect being that doesn't exist. So you might as well just try. Next, accept that you have a role in your own success. So this goes back to the definition of imposter syndrome where it's like you feel like it was just luck. So even if you were lucky, even if you got here based on luck, lucky people fail all the time and you've still made it this far. So rationalize it out. Um, I know I've definitely struggled with this. Um, I recognize that I've had a lot of privileges in life, even if I worked hard for them. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I only just did this because of this. And like, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have even gotten this far. And maybe that's true. But at the same time, you have to recognize that you have put in a lot of work towards whatever you're working towards. And it's okay to accept advantages. It doesn't mean you're worse off than the next person. Um, As long as you recognize that and you, you, you just make the most of what you can, that's fine. So accept your role in your own success next provide value so a lot of times this is what i've been experiencing as an issue is when someone treats you as an expert you feel like you can't be an expert because you don't have all the information and that's how i feel with this new role even though i do have some experience with it i'm like i don't have the most experience in it so like do i really have anything to add yes i do i obviously do so whenever you're genuinely trying to help by providing value you're never a fraud and that's just the reality Next, this one is so good and I I need to do it more. So keep a file of nice things that people say about you. So I don't mean like keep a concrete file on your desk and be like, this is my file of good things. I mean, take screenshots when someone says like you did a good job, ask for testimonials, um, which you already should on your freelancer website. Um, Look back on your accomplishments. So like for me, I recently just today got something published on a pretty big like tech website. That's a great accomplishment. Yet for some reason, I still feel a lot of fraud in me. Wow. Still feel like a bit of a fraud when I pitch tech companies. And I don't know why because I have this great portfolio of other big name companies that trusted my work and clearly liked it. So it clearly doesn't suck as much as I tell myself it does. So I think Screenshotting nice messages is also such a great idea especially if you work with clients because sometimes things are going really great and other times they're not going so great and having those nice messages to look back on when you get like some negative feedback is a really great way to like feel less bad about yourself so I'm definitely going to start doing that like today. Another great thing to think about is how you're not that special. So I know that sounds contradictory, but a lot of the imposter feelings come from the ideas that like, you're so special, like they're going to find out that like, you're not really as special as you think you are. And you're not and nobody is and that's okay. And you have nothing to worry about. So stop thinking you're so special. And that you have like the special snowflake imposter syndrome because you like have this extra special skill you really don't and you have nothing to be ashamed of because you're completely normal <sighs> there you go and then one of my last but not least um really helpful things is just to treat it as an experiment so the tip online actually said to treat it like a business or like a job but for me it is a business and a job So treating it as an experiment makes more sense and what I mean by that is it's always good to try new things even if they're not for you. If a client or a blog project offers like a new opportunity to try something that you think you're interested in or that you might be good at like It's okay to go for it even if you don't have experience. Um, If you think you can do it and you want to learn about it and you're really excited to try, then like it's totally okay to make an experiment out of it and be like, I'm gonna try. I don't mean you should lie to your client and be like, yes, I am the most experienced person. But if you're both on the same page, they don't have any unreasonable expectations, then you can totally go for it and just try and you might discover that you're really good at it. And being wrong and messing up doesn't make you a fake. Like, the best basketball players, they miss most of their shots, so losing is just a part of playing the game, and if you're not even trying, then you will always lose. <laughs> That's my takeaway. Anyway, basically, literally no one knows what they're doing, and I know that to be true, because I have worked at a lot of different places, and I've never... I know, no one knows what they're doing. And that's just the truth. And then I've worked with so many business owners, like so many qualified business owners, nobody knows what they're doing. And I can tell you this with confidence. Literally, nobody has a clue what's going on. And if you don't like you're not you're not alone. Um, Everyone is confused. We're all just pretending um, to do work. It's really just a mess. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, I'm not really sure I know what I'm doing because really no one knows. And that's that. Authenticity, in my opinion, is a complete hoax. Like everyone represents themselves a little bit differently to clients online, to their friends, to their dog, to their next door neighbor, etc. Like everyone's, you're just, you're you're yourself. And the idea of being authentic 100% of the time, whatever that even means, is completely a hoax, and unless you're straight up lying to people, like, you're doing fine. Unless you, like, literally are are catfishing everyone, um, you're all good. (laughs) It's fine. That's that. Anyway, that's my rant today on imposter syndrome. I just really wanted to talk it out a little bit because I had been struggling with imposter syndrome so much, like, particularly in the past week. And I know it's a universal experience. So let's all come together over our fraudness. Is that a word? Anyway, um, I'm going to go fraud some more people now. Actually, I'm going to go get Chipotle because I deserve it because I have been working so hard. And if I have to hitchhike there, I will because I I need that sweet, sweet veggie bowl. Thanks. Anyway, gotta go do that now. So uh, hopefully you related to this. If you have any of your own experiences feeling like you're an imposter, I would love if you would let me know. I'm gonna ask about it on Instagram because it can't just be me. Anyway, so I hope you have a productive week. Please don't join a pyramid scheme. Talk to you later. Bye.